Hey ladies, this is Underwired. Welcome to the show designed to uplift and support women all over the world. Hey, hey, I'm Lindsay. They call me the kindest kahuna and the imaginal connector. I love puppies, travel, great coffee, and all of you out there who love humanity. I'm Betsy Weersma, a serial entrepreneur and lover of doing good and having fun. My passion is connecting hearts and souls with art, ideas, and adventures. Hey, I'm Shay Sparks. As an energetic catalyst and fearless communicator, I love to have great conversations with amazing people. And I'm Sunny, mom of four, here to shed light on what really matters. Together, we're underwired. And now for the show. I just wanna love you. Hey, 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 everybody. Another great episode of Underwired Live. We're so happy to be here. We are live on Telegram. That's a place you can interact with us and ask us your questions and be part of our show because tonight you are excited because our topic is fashion. Fashion, you're saying. Oh my gosh, what a fun, fun, fun topic. We are going to have such a blast. We've been having a blast getting ready for this show. We're giddy. We're just kind of giddy because of all the fun things we have for you. But to get started, we like to do a little icebreaker. And, you know, our our name of this is called Underwired. But that doesn't mean that we all choose Underwired. So I'm going to go around for my panel of guests and see, are you an Underwired or a not Underwired girl in your undergarments mm. category? Mm. Um, I'm going to start with you, Sunny. Okay, so I'm a little ashamed to admit this. So I used to be all underwired, okay, because I have a bigger bosom and the girls need a little bit of support. But I will say I had a really comfortable bra that had the wire and the wire, have you guys ever had it where the wire sticks through? Like it yes. comes through. Oh, it's yes. 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 A malfunction, yes. a wire yes. malfunction, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, that <laughs> happened with my favorite bra and the bra manufacturer quit making the bra. Oh, so no. multiple times I had to like hand sew and try yep. to stitch it Too out. much work. Yeah, yeah, it was too much work. And then after like the third or fourth time of doing that, I switched, and so I'm currently a non-underwired bra because I saw an ad, and it said, most comfortable bra ever. So I'm testing it out, <laughs> and, and you it does not have them. wire. I know, there I know, I'm a sucker. Okay, so that was a yes and then no. Okay, then I'm going to go down to Shay. Shay, underwired or no? Well, mine is a depends, and I've had what Sunny has had, and I've actually taken the underwire out and then took the underwire out of the other side because I still loved the bra. Does that work? Oh, yes. Yes, honey. <laughs> oh, yes, honey. Yes. yes see, honey. now it's an arts and crafts project. <laughs> yes, it we is. discussed earlier. <laughs> but uh, it depends on the mood. If I'm feeling like the girls need a little attention, I need a little uplift and support, then yes, I will wear underwire. If not, if I feel like I've, I'm retaining too much water or inflammation, then I do not feel being uh, feel like being const- constrained. And so I don't wear underwire. Okay. Well, you know, as we're going around this uh, little screen here, I want all of our guests on Telegram to tell us, underwired or no, yes. please let us know because we're interested in what you have to say too. Lindsay, yes or no? I am, I am a strictly no underwire girl. <clears throat> in fact, exactly. if I could go without a bra and get away with it every single day, I yes. would. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I am a strictly no. Yep. Okay. She is a no, no way, no craft project. Nothing. No, uh, you know, <laughs> changing it up, nope. trying to make it work, no energy nope. into fixing it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I would say um, there was a time in my life where I tried to be fancier with my undergarments. And I thought some of those fun underwire bras were cute, but they don't come in like triple A. It's really tough <laughs> when you're not lifting and supporting any anything and you're just trying to make it work so unfortunately i think i flunked my underwire and the best underwire i know is this show with you girls so um it's a sappy little hello icebreaker well thank you for all of you we're gonna start seeing what do you say yes no side side crisscross i'm looking in there to see uh, I'm what seeing you like. a lot of people. A lot of people are saying no bra at all. So you yes. <laughs> thank you 
your freedom. Oh, wait, we already did that episode. Yeah, we already did the freedom episode. Darn. We didn't talk about that one, did no, we? No, I didn't. Okay, well, you know, we when we, we made the name of the show Underwired, it was really because we were going off the uplift and support idea, which may or may not need a physical piece of wire. But, you know, it gets me to the B word, and today I get to do the B word. B word with Betsy. I know you hate it when say B word with Betsy, but I haven't had the B word for a while. So I brought back the old Betsy B word. Okay. I first want to start with the history of bras. Cause you know, I love to dig into a little history. I have to read. So I get this right. The bra started in the 14th century and they actually found it way back in Greece and Rome before the 14th century, but the kind of bra of today that we think about when we think about bras really became popular in Europe in the 14th century. And in that part, they started to go into that whole corset thing, right? So they built the bra into a whole shaper. And it was, we all watch those old history movies, you know, they like, you know they would put the women <laughs> into the corset, like to make their shape smaller and very uncomfortable. I'm so thankful to dear God for not putting me in that century because that would have been really tough uh, to get into a corset. But it's funny, as corsets were happening, they become they became a health hazard. Like they were so bad for women because they couldn't breathe, they couldn't eat, their bodily functions were not working. So in the early 20th century, the commercial bra was more invented. And it really was to uh, gain the gaze of men. Isn't that funny? That's how it was defined. A unit to, oh. uh, to uplift and gain the gaze of men, which really made me crack up. And so commercial production started in the 1930s. And by the 1940s, they made safety bras when the women were working in the factories. So they made these bras that were actually kind of plastic to help the women so they didn't get their breasts into the factory machines. So they became actually a protection device. Um, and then as time went on, then it became more of a fashion statement. And now the more popular thing is the shift is from the men's gaze, which kind of makes me throw up as a, a woman, to health and well-being of the women. So that is why bras have changed so much and we're moving away from the strict corset kind of really tight, uh, you know, suffer, uh, suffrage in its finest in the undergarment category. And we're heading into more health and well-being for the women. So my B word today is bralette, bralette. Ooh, and I brought a show and tell <laughs> of my new very favorite bralette, which is really kind of a t-shirt that has a little bit of padding in it, but is very, very comfortable. Um, I have gone kind of cray cray on the bralette scene. So there's a place down in New Smyrna <laughs> Beach and we kind of, my friend Carol and I went shopping there and we kind of uh, got a few. And then wait, there's more. Then I was at <laughs> Lindsay, my favorite Walmart in New Smyrna, which is cutest Walmart ever. Yeah. And look at these guys. They're so cute. So cute. Yes. And fun to wear on their things. And I know you're thinking, but what about if I like blue in color? Well, look at you. Bralette in <laughs> wow. blue. And then wait for it. Wait for it. Kind of my favorite one. And also uh, super fun. We've got the rainbow. Wow. Bralette. Look at that. The rainbow That's bralette what we call a plethora of bralettes it's a veritable <laughs> plethora of bralettes and with someone who doesn't have any breasts the nice part about these bralettes is they have these little cups in them so you know they have a little something something and so they're comfortable and they have some shape to them uh so i have just discovered that back you know i'm kind of in the trend of that health and and happiness that I feel so happy when I'm wearing these bralettes because it's kind of a party going on under my clothes. You know, I'm like, I'm wearing a rainbow today. Or, you know, like um, with all my crazy Betsy wear, those bralette colors are really fun. And then when the tops kind of come down, you see the crisscross. So uh, I want to know, girls, have you discovered the magic of bralettes? Or are you still in those stinky old bras? Um, I'm going to go to you, Sonny. I have questions. <laughs> yes, questions. You see 
the look on my face. Yes. Okay, so what is the difference between a bralette and a sports bra? Because to me, that's kind of what that looks like. Yeah, well, I think a sports bra is a little more structured. Like these guys are pretty calm and stretchy, where the oh. sports bras I've seen before are really to hold you when you're running. And I think these are really an excuse back to Lindsay's goal in her yes. life is to not wearing a bra. But if you want to have a little bit of, you know, a cup and like this super cuteness here, uh, this is like a t-shirt, right? Yeah. And it doesn't even have any of the pesky like back. So look, you can be whatever size your back fat is covered by the sides so you don't have that over the bra like little poochy thing yeah. i'm talking about heaven here this is a little bit of heaven and underwear I'm okay saying. and they do make that for like d and above yes <laughs> it's, it's they, do. they do they okay. make it like okay um, sunny you I would be actually in the same one as me because this is built for a larger person okay. but i just don't feel it but it's okay. Nobody <laughs> knows. I don't feel it too much. I also want to say, Sunny, the biggest difference between a bralette and a jogger bra is that have you ever been stuck in a jogger bra because oh, it yeah. doesn't yes. stretch at all? Okay, that's oh, yeah. one of my least favorite things. I've never been stuck in a bralette. So, you know, just as a positive thing, they are so much more stretchy. They have a lot more give. Okay. It's more like putting on your favorite nightgown, but it has a little bit of padding so you don't have showy showy and it's just comfortable. They're great. Okay. So you All can right. tell I'm a fan, huh, Bets? <laughs> I, I know you're a fan. So oh, maybe, yeah. Shay, you can't comment about a bralette because you've not yet discovered. Oh, no. The <laughs> oh, no. I have. You have discovered the bralette. I have discovered those are the days that I don't want to feel so constricted. Yes, those are the days that I wear a bralette. But mine are um, actually from a company called Me Undies. Oh. And uh, I like them because I can take the straps and crisscross them in the back if I want to. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. For the certain yeah. dress or the shirt. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or, a, you know, tank top or whatever. But yeah, I do have a bralette. Uh, actually, a couple of bralettes. I do like them. I just don't wear them as much because I like the more the support and the coverage and the, the lifting for me. So, yeah. See, that's my question is the support. Yeah. But you know, if I'm being perfectly honest, it's been a really long time since I have found a bra that I really feel like truly supports me and isn't super restricting. Usually I feel like yeah. those go hand in hand where it's yes. super uncomfortable, but you can jump up and down and you're okay. But I've yet to find the perfect bra or bralette. Well, yeah. I love our comments. So um, Diana B, I, I, that back fat thing has always been one of the things because, you know, I'm just a five, four female and some of my fat is on my back. And I started buying these bras at Target before I learned about the bralette that were like larger on the sides and they were technically on the tag. It said covers your fat, your back fat. And I'm like, someone heard me. As a consumer, <laughs> someone like, knows that's that marketing. Ever. There's, there's yeah, awkward yeah. side, you know, the side boob thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're just telling the truth on this. So I really appreciate you, Diana, commenting and uh, Keisha Beth, the bralette. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. So Sunny, if you don't have any, then Lindsay and I are taking it upon ourselves to go to our favorite Walmart, the New Smyrna <laughs> Beach, because they have the best selection and we they will do. have some. Uh, really we will mail you some by the we next show. I, I'm eager to try this. I really didn't know that bigger chested women could do something like that because I'm thinking the fallout underneath would be pretty massive if there's yeah. nothing there to, you yeah. know, tuck yeah. it yeah. and support it. Yeah, that's what go. duct tape is for, Sunny. That's true. It's not <laughs> very comfortable that, either. There's though. that girly personal <laughs> duct tape that those models have to wear to get it all to work. Ooh. But, uh, you know, or they're your, my daughter, Sarah, who doesn't own a bra. She never has. She doesn't own wow. one. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, well, this has been so fun learning wow. a little bit about the history of bras and our fashion segment. And, you know, we do these words, B-R-A. Just saying, if you're not catching on to the drift of the underwired theme. Uh, so it really means a lot this time since we're literally talking the walk and walking the talk this yeah. time with underwired and our preferences and bralettes. So I'm going to send it over to the R word and that is going to be Shay. So the R word for me this, this episode is recycle. 
So oftentimes, I don't know about you guys, but I love to shop and oftentimes I will put things in my closet and then forget that they're there and the tags might still be on them. And then I'm like, oh my God, I try it on. I get it out. I'm like, oh, I forgot I had this. I try it on. I'm like, well, crap, now it doesn't fit. What do I do? So I love to go through my closet and kind of do a little fashion show for myself and try on what works and what doesn't work, or maybe put things together that I would never have thought of before. Um, and then I have a donate pile. I think it's um, one of the favorite things to do is to be able to donate it to a good home, thank it for the joy that it gave me and send it on its way. Um, and so I'm just curious, what do you guys do for to, to recycle your clothing and I'll tell you another thing that I did which is really kind of funny that I've started doing this quite often more now than ever that I live with my brother who is a fantastic sews <laughs> so he will hem something up or rip something out in a minute if I need to so I wow. had bought a dress that had this weird cutout right underneath the boobage, the cleavage, where the <laughs> underwired would be showing. And uh, it's probably for someone who doesn't wear anything like that. And I didn't really like it, but it was on clearance for $10. So I figured, oh, if I just throw it over a swimsuit, who cares? Well, then I got to thinking, I'm like, this thing is really cute. I need to do something else with it. So I talking to my brother and I'm like, well, what if I just cut off the straps? And it's just a cotton, like a t-shirt type of dress, right? What if I cut off the straps and then like fold the top over and sew it and that becomes a waistband and I make it into a skirt. And he was like, yeah, do that. And so that's what I did. And now I have this awesome, cute skirt that I have worn many times and uh, I get so many compliments on because people are like, oh my God, that's so cute. Where'd you get that? I'm like, well, it's a, it's kind of a combination of things. And it's a then, original. It's a original. <laughs> well, then the other thing I have done, I bought this dress. When I saw it online, I was like, oh, this is so stinking cute. It's it's really a, a black kind of a linen dress. And it was kind of looked like a shirt on top and then like a straight skirt on the bottom. Well, it's online and I didn't see this on the model. And so when I got it, it had this weird like knot in the center, again, right where I don't want it to add bulk. And then there was two cutouts. And I was like, okay, what is the deal with these cutouts? I'm sorry, I'm to that age. I do, I don't want to do cutouts. Thank you. Um, so I'm telling my brother, I'm like, can we rip this apart? So he takes a seam ripper and he's going at it, ripping it apart. And he's like, okay, you got to finish it. So I finish it and uh, I then take it apart. And now I have two flaps. <laughs> and I'm like, what can we do with this? And he goes, oh, well, try it, put it on. So first of all, it's not on, right? It was just him and I talking about it. So then I put it on and he takes pins and pins it for me. And I, thank goodness, our mom taught us how to sew many years ago. And I just put a hem in the bottom of it. And now it's it's lays beautifully and I wear a belt with it and you never know. Literally never know that those reasons. Love. Yeah. So story. Yes. Love, love, love. And one of my favorite things I did in um, school growing up is I would take an old pair of jeans and cut the legs off and take my, take an old belt and I would sew a belt to the top of it and I made a butt purse. Did you guys make a butt purse? <laughs> I did. Of course I made a jean butt right? purse. Who didn't make one? I didn't. I, mean, I never I did. made one. You. I never yeah. wanted one. I was like, why? I have worse in my jeans. With the pockets. The pockets oh. were like so good to put your stuff right, in. Right. Uh. And I honestly, I took fabric paint and I, you know, painted all over it, little things. And Shay, I, I love fun. you. I love you, Shay. You are my kindred spirit, my art spirit. So I'm just wondering how what is your favorite way to recycle your clothes or accessories or coats or shoes or you know whatever what do you do with it so Sunny I'll start with you my favorite thing to do is to give it to my nine-year-old girls oh yeah <laughs> especially jewelry so they're all into jewelry I got them this like jewelry cabinet that it has a mirror on the outside it's got like feet or whatever and they open it it's like elaborate right it's like twice as tall as they are and so they're all about jewelry. So anything that I no longer want, I give to them. But I have found that it needs to come with some instructions because the other day, <laughs> one of their best friend's mom called me and said, 
I don't know if we're supposed to have like this diamond ring that your daughter escaped. Oh, no. It wasn't like a super big diamond. It's like a little, you know, it's a kid ring that has like a little tiny, like a heart with a little diamond, you know? But it was a ring that I gave them that my mother gave me when I was a kid. And I just, you know, I just, I didn't know I had to tell them, don't give away all of your stuff. (laughs) So it does need to come with a caveat. So with larger clothes, obviously I can't really give them larger clothes, but they do like to wear it. Um, So I usually, they like to wear really baggy stuff like around the house. Like they'll take my stuff and just start wearing it. So then I got to get it back from them. But we donate. And usually Mm -hmm. what we do is there is a veterans group. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a Goodwill or Salvation Army, but it's specifically for veterans. And so we just call them up and they make the rounds in, you know, the neighborhood. And so that's how we give back. Now, I will say that I have really gotten into when I when I need clothes, especially for the news, because blazers and tanks and stuff like that can be really expensive. So uh, there's an online store that I go to secondhand and I get all of my stuff. Like I don't pay for blazers that are more than like 15 bucks and they're brand name. They are brand name items and they, and they ship it right to me. And I'm like, this is perfect. So that's how I recycle. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Betsy, what about you? I'm sure you made some. Well, you know, lots of things. So um, I want to just talk about a really cool thing we did with recycling, because I think we'll add to this conversation. So for camp experience, we had something for 18 years when we raised money for women called the boutique, the B-O-W-Tique, the boutique, because we were at summer camp, right? The boutique. And everybody would bring gently used or new stuff from your closet that you just didn't, you you didn't need anymore that you were complete with. Right. So you would get the greatest things because people would bring leather coats and I brought cowboy boots because I thought I could wear them and I never could quite wear them. Um, People bring jewelry and scarves and then we would sell it. And a hundred percent of the money went to our women's charities Mm. and we would make $5,000 in a weekend. And everybody was happy because people would get the cutest things and yeah. then they, they people, you know, you'd be out in public looking all darling and someone would say, where'd you get that? And they'd all be at the boutique at Camp Experience at the boutique. <laughs> and it became the joke. Like for 18 years, we had a jacket exchange or a boutique where people came together and brought their stuff and sold it. And at the end, we would donate everything left over to the United Way charity or to the Goodwill or to the ARC or, you know, whoever. So um, we had wine, we had a little showcase with little booths of our sponsors. It was a wonderful, wonderful fundraiser and a great way to, to get stuff out in the world. But here's the funny side story. People would find the things I donated and they'd get the piece and they'd run up to me and say, this looks just like you. You should get this jacket. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, because I donated that jacket. Right, yeah. right. Like every time, right? I they would come it, after me with the crazy color craziness. Of course. Um, but it was a really fun fundraiser. So anyone out there listening that you're looking for something cool to do for your jerk, your church or group, whatever. Uh, it's a wonderful way to bring women together. It's super easy. All you need is some racks. And uh, we just did it by size. So you, you know, had all the mm. smalls together. We used to charge $25 when we called it the jacket exchange. And so all that money went to the charity and then you got one jacket free and then the rest of the money went to the charity and every other jacket was 10 bucks or something. So awesome. lots of fun things we did with that. But in my personal stuff, I'm a big um, shopping at um, Goodwill, um, and now I have so many of my own clothes that I make. <laughs> so now I kind of wear my stuff all the time, but uh, I love to donate and I love to thrift shop. It's one of my passions of life. I love that. Yeah. But Lindsay, what about you? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I do a lot of the same things that all of you guys do, but one of the funnest things, you know, I travel a lot. One of my favorite things to do is to take one little roller bag and my purse, get on a plane, dr- go to wherever I'm going, hit a thrift store or consignment shop and buy all the clothes I'm going to wear for that week and then re-donate them at the end. And I usually end up spending less money on the things and I wore it for a whole week. And sometimes I find something really cute and I have to keep it. But for the most part, (laughs) sometimes you find something not in your size and you have to give it to me and I give it to my maids. They were very happy with those pants that you found. Things that I love, right? Because I'm going so I, I want to keep it short because I know we're running over time. So that's that's my hot tip is go to the community that you're going to and have some fun. Buy your clothes from there. Oh, that, <laughs> that is <laughs> what a challenge. 
right? I'm down for that, that, Lindsay. I'll meet you in any city. Let's do it. Okay, I'm I'm down. Let's do it. That'll be Von Underwired segments. There you go. We've been talking talking about fashion, and you feel free to join us on Telegram. And real quick, I'm going to read a comment uh, from the beginning. Before we even logged on to go live, someone had joined the conversation, and it was Keisha Beth. And, uh, oh, darn it, I lost it. Nope, here it is. She says, I think fashion should be more fun. When I used to work with special needs school, we would have regular dress up days and the smiles and laughter I initiated on my way to and from and at work made me think that we have it all wrong. Why dress up in dull, restricting, sometimes physically painful clothes when we can feel free, celebrate being alive and have a daily party just by changing attitudes to fashion. I love that. Particularly awesome. enjoy dressing up as a tree or a flower. Well, thank you, Keisha. Oh, that's awesome, Keisha. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back talking more about fashion. Hello and welcome to United Network News. I'm Sunny Gold. Now let's check in with our ground command, Kimberly Gogan, from the office of The Guardian. And she has her whiteboard. I can do. going to be. It's up to me. It's up to all of us to come together. I'm Sunny Gall. Join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for The Real News. Hey, hey, hey. hey. And we're, we're back. back. We're back. So much hey. fun being on break. I think I went to a thrift store. Woo-hoo. I was just going to say, <laughs> that girl in that commercial, I heard she got her blazer for 10 bucks. Uh-huh. There you go. That's insane. That's awesome. It looks so good. So professional. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we have come to that part of the show where we are going to do the A word. And my word for today is accessories. And I just love accessories. So in order to kick us off, I thought it would be kind of fun to interview someone who is a fashion designer. She's really into accessories and currently living in Italy. And Betsy had the opportunity to interview her. So we're going to put up the beautiful and talented Sarah Lane, and then we're going to talk about accessories. So with that. Hey, it's the design segment about fashion here on Underwired. We have a special guest, Sarah Lane. She's going to school in Milan. Sarah, what are you studying at Fashion School in Milan? I'm studying fashion design, and I'm majoring in knitwear and textile design. What's it like to be in a city that's so full of fashion, and like, what kinds of activities do you get to do because you're in Milan? It's super fun. Fashion is like my number one thing that I like in life. And it's just a city completely filled with fashion. We go to a lot of events for fashion brands and just get to meet a lot of other creative people my age that are want to be fashion designers or want to work in the fashion community. So it's very great. Great. I know you were asking some of your friends, what are some of the trends or what are some of the things you're talking about in the fashion industry? Um, so trends work really fast in the fashion industry. We have things called macro trends and micro trends and macro trends are basically um, a larger group of trends that carry over a bigger amount of time and then there's micro trends and these change around every two months and there are small trends that you might see like bows in the hair or small accessory changes and these change very often so when you're thinking about personal fashion a lot of people try to focus on macro trends because if you focus on micro trends, you are continuously buying new items. So when you're thinking about creating your own wardrobe design for you, try to think about macro trends that you really like instead of micro trends and just developing a personal style instead of following what media is feeding to you. Okay, and tell us a little bit about your um, jewelry brand about Venus? So I have a jewelry brand with my partner. Her name is Taitu. Um, We're based in Milan. We do um, 
natural jewelry made out of freshwater pearls, Murano glass, all authentic materials, and their slow-produced, one-of-a-kind jewelry, all based in Milan. We do international shipping, with shipping mostly within Europe, but yes, we have a jewelry brand and soon a knitwear line as well. Awesome. If you want to say one thing uh, to the world, what would you say to the people watching Underwired about fashion and life and living your dreams? Um, I would just say, I don't know. <laughs> just um, whatever. I would say that defining your personal style and whatever you like is most important because if you are following what other people are doing, First off, you're not being unique and being yourself, but also you're going to end up buying pieces that you might not like 10 years from now. And the ultimate goal is just finding pieces that you will love for a long time. Well, we've got Sarah Lane, a student in studying knitwear from Milan, Italy. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Yay, Sarah. Aww. That was so fun. So well in Italy, and it was really nice to hear her version of you know kind of what's happening in the fashion world. Yeah. So, ladies, here's the thing: you know, the mega trend or the macro trend, whichever case you want to take. I think her message was spot on. So, each one of us brought a little show and tell today of an accessory that we love to use in our ensembles when we're wearing certain things. So, I'm going to go first, and I want to show you. <clears throat> I have a super favorite scarf that is made in. Italy, of course, because that was so fun. And I know we're going to have a little background stuff. But what I love about scarves is that they can just add little pops of color to whatever you're wearing anytime. So I was wearing all black and now I can put this on and all of a sudden I look colorful. And when it's a little bit chilly inside restaurants in Florida, <laughs> you need yeah. to have something that goes over your shoulders so you can get really cold. It's the opposite, it, you know, in the cooler temperature areas where you could wear a scarf another way the other scarf if you don't have one that's big and square like this which just kind of handles everything is i also brought one of betsy wiersma's art on purpose scarves the long scarf is sorry oh, she disappeared i, I just disappeared <laughs> you with my just scarf. cloaked yourself <laughs> I did. oh my gosh that was so harry potter cool <laughs> but it's not that cool it just works this way again little pop of color and if you're trying to do something that just makes it special or you're dressing up for a special event and you need a little something something the scarf is your buddy so it is my go-to i have a drawer full of scarves many of them are from places i've been in the world just because I love, I love having the color and the adventure of a scarf and the story to tell. So with that, Shay, how about you? I'm, I'm cutting left. What, what's going on? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I do like to change my glasses up a bit sometimes. <laughs> uh, so these, this particular pair and this particular pair, uh, so that was a yellow and now they're pink and now I have turquoise and I don't know if this is going to show up on my background. Oh, yeah, it shows yeah. up. These are literally uh, $1.25 from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> and they're probably my favorite because, you know, I can I match them with the clothes that I'm wearing, all of that. And I have people even ask me like, oh, my God, your glasses match your outfit. And I'm like, well, thank you. Yes, they do. <laughs> I did. I did that on purpose. I mean, they're a dollar twenty five. I mean, come on, you can afford to do that. But uh, one of my favorite brands, though, is my blue glasses. And I'll give a shout out to them because I know the the CEO. It's Blenders Eyewear. And so they don't, they don't just have prescription glasses. They also have sunglasses, which is also one of my favorite things. Yes. And so yes. I love, love, love. I have probably eight pair of sunglasses all from blenders um, because I just love them all so much. And they're so fun and fashionable. Um, but I do need glasses to see at times. So I do need to wear them for reading. So, so are they just readers, glasses. Shay? I'm just they curious. Are. are they readers? Okay. They are. They but are. they're cute. They are be now because I used to have glasses from like sixth grade to uh, I don't even know for so for many years, most of my life. But I got contacts and then I had to stop wearing contacts for eye issues. And then I got LASIK surgery. So now I just have to wear readers. So I love nice. glasses. Yes. Yeah, awesome. cool. yeah. Sunny, how about you? What's your accessory? Well, all of this talk of glasses, guys. I'm going to have to put on some. 
What do you oh, think? There yeah. you go. Yeah. So these are supposed to be ones that help you with the computer glare yep. and stuff. Oh, these yeah. are supposed the to be functional ones. Yes. I might get a little bit of glare, but I do have readers too. And it was Shay after meeting Shay in person and seeing her. Do you remember that Shay? Yep. I'm literally ordering some glasses on Amazon right now. Yep. And I do. And so now I have readers, which I, I mean, helped me immensely with reading and kind of like Shay, I had LASIK. And so I can't do regular, regular stuff, but for me, my accessory, well, I kind of have a question. Okay. What what defines an accessory? Because my my true accessory might just be clothing and I'm not oh, really sure. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's not a top or a bottom that you okay by itself. That's clothing. Accessories okay. are everything else. So your headphones are an accessory <laughs> to your just fashion <laughs> statement, Sunny, and they are so cute. It, it truly is. I mean, oh, on that note, and, and Lindsay, I think you said this earlier, your, whether it's an accessory or it's clothing, it has to be functional, right? Yes. You have to be able to move and do whatever you do during the day. So for me, accessories are usually very restricting because this is what I look like during the day. I got my microphone here. I'm either podcasting or doing stuff for the news. I'm always wearing headphones. So like even little tiny stud earrings and stuff like that, like it'll press up against my, you know, kind of like the back part, like where my neck is or whatever. Mm. It hurts. But what I have found, the only kind of jewelry that I can really wear and get away with without it jingle jangling all over the place is a necklace. And my kind of go-to necklacey items right now is what I'm going to call mom jewelry. Now, what I mean by that is <laughs> there are a couple of designers, independent designers online, like people that do this on Etsy and places like that, that focus on jewelry that carve like your kids' names and things like that into the jewelry. So I don't think it's going to show up very well, but I have a bunch of pieces of jewelry. So what this is, you can't see it very well, but these are like little silver pieces and each oh, of them yeah. have my kids names on it Aww. and then like the birthstone yeah, and so cool. when I wear jewelry yeah. and so this is kind of what it would look like on now I never wear this stuff on camera <laughs> yeah. because it is so easy for jewelry to become misplaced and if it's not like mm -hmm. right in the center and I have a hard enough time just making sure my blazer is even on each side. <laughs> so I don't there usually mess with it. Yeah. But when I go, when when I do accessorize, like if my husband and I are going out on a date, I reach for my mom jewelry. Mom. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. That. That's oh my gosh. That. See, everyone should have mom jewelry. They are tattoos count as an accessory too, by the way. Yeah. I don't have I don't have one yet, but I'm thinking about it. Betsy, how about you? What's your favorite accessorizer? Well, you guys know this that I'm the bracelet stacky bracelet girl stacky bracelet girl and i collect them all over the world so like this one was from hawaii this one was from india it's like the good luck the the evil eye but it's really was not for evil uh, but when i do retreats <laughs> with women we create bracelets and each bead is a memory a positive affirmation or somebody that attended so those mean a lot to me i brought some other of my favorite show and tells this was a leather bracelet that was from Stockholm and it's key keying off my orange, but it was super cut. It's cut leather and it was so beautiful. So that reminds me of Stockholm, Sweden. Um, when I was at Nelson Mandela's in Norway, this is a, a bracelet that Nelson Mandela did and they're all numbered. Oh, cool. And so when you gave money to the Mandela thing, it said in here, you know, I'm number 0085027, long walk to freedom. <laughs> But, you know, again, I think bracelets can be a super, super fun thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a group called Threads, and they made this bracelet out of gun casings that the women found in the fields oh, in Kenya. Wow. Oh my and gosh. they would put these cool power wow. bracelets together. And so when you wear it, you know, you're just like, I'm not having a bad day. No. You know, these yeah. women are okay. finding these micro gun shells right. in a field and wow. making this bracelet. But one of my other favorite things is messaging on plastic bracelets. So here's my combo bracelets for the chosen. <laughs> Working it back in from last week and also my love plastic rubber yeah. bracelet. So I have bake light bracelets. I have wrap bracelets. I have fancy bracelets cheap bracelets. I got a drawer of bracelets. So I'm going to go today with bracelets. Just a little word about the eyeglasses though, because as you guys know, 
I have an eyeglass collection, but I have prescription, like multi, like progressive lens glasses. <laughs> so those are not a dollar ninety nine. Just saying. So no, um, no. I have They're a habit expensive. that is a little, a little <laughs> tough, but I do uh, have a habit yeah. in those eyeglasses. So well, super fun segment, Lindsay. Girls, it's so fun to see what you love to use, and I have some mom jewelry, and I love bracelets, and I love <clears throat> glasses, and so I think that's why we had to have this show because it's really fun to see how our different personalities come out in with an accessory. You know, just we yeah. love to do fun things, each mm -hmm. one of us differently, but together we make underwired. So it's pretty cool. And with that, I get to pass it on over to our outside the box program with Sunny. Yay! All right, guys. So this is going to be a ton of fun. This was so much fun to put together and gather <laughs> from all of the ladies. This is our outside the box segment and we are taking a trip. I'm almost scared to say it because I screwed it up so many times in a previous episode. Memory lane. We are going to not memory. Memory lane. And we are going to dig up some of our old photos of us and show off how fashionable we have all been through the years. Sometimes it was our parents making us fashionable. Sometimes it was our own choices, but still these are so much fun to look at. And we all have a few different photos. We're gonna kick this off with Betsy. So Mike, go ahead and bring up the first photo of Betsy and baby, baby, <laughs> baby Betsy. It is kind of baby Betsy. It is kind of baby, baby Betsy. Walk us, walk us through what's going on in this photo here. Okay, oh my so, gosh. so my mom was so a seamstress, cute. right? And she would make all of these crazy clothing and those were velvet matching pants, my sister wow. and I. And I just wanted to say that's where the lime green started, right? <laughs> it was before I knew I was preppy. I was in lime and my mom made vinyl coats, long maxi coats for us, wow. matching dresses, all kinds of things. So show the second one. I decided to go back into my childhood to find my colorful roots. Okay. Here's a nice number of the sisters <laughs> with the dog, Mitzi. And I'm the one with the, uh, Looks like, Shay, your new dress, but like from the 1960s uh, with the big collar. So I'm the little redhead. Funny in my family, I'm the redhead. Everybody else was blonde and then there was me. So that's my sisters and I, and I am the redhead right there in the big collar. Um, but always a fashion state because mom made it. You didn't really get a choice. And my third picture, this is a classic picture for my family of the stack. <laughs> so the youngest, the middle, and the it. top. And we did it like five times in our life, including oh. like in the last year. So we have all these stack pictures of our family. But my fashion point is that hair. Look oh, at that yeah. 70s hair. <laughs> I used to get a perm. Isn't that funny? I'm naturally curly. And when I was a kid, I got perms, yep. right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because yeah. that's what I needed to get that uh, free flow hair. But look at all of us. We got the fair faucet thing going on with my sisters, too. So Aww. that was probably in the 70s. So oh, I'm just calling it. out my mom, Norma Weersma in heaven, saying thanks for making the <laughs> uh, the cute outfits, mom, and getting me yeah, into color it. at a young age. And the yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah, oh, yeah, the shoulder pads, too. Yeah. Shoulder pads where you're yeah, out yeah. to here. That's oh awesome. <laughs> yeah. I went in the way back machine. Betsy, wasn't that last outfit green, too? You, you right. There's a theme with, like, yeah. lime green I know. Wait, there. I didn't pull out my preppy pictures from Purdue, and I was always in navy and lime, you know, like oh, I had things. Yeah. So uh, I let you guys not have to Love suffer it. through that. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Lindsay, you've got some photos too. Okay, let's let's pull up Lindsay's pictures. Oh my gosh. Okay. So look at how tiny I was. Oh my goodness. Aww. That's a picture of me as a sophomore in high school with my then best friend, David Johnson. And we were in track together and I was wearing the fashion ensemble from Mexico that everyone would get when you'd go to Mexico, you would get one of those. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what it's called, but it was so big in 1982. That's the year this was. And I was like, that that picture, like I, I don't even remember that moment, but I remember the <laughs> shirt and I had it for so long. <laughs> Oh, that was kind of the eighties with me and my semi very fine haired fair faucet look. Okay. <laughs> next picture. I think this is me, my senior year of high school where the hair got bigger because yes, mm -hmm. a perm was happening. Perm. And, right? oh, yeah. and, oh my Perms gosh. And I think in 1984, there was a rule that the fluffier you could get your hair, yep. the more special it was. <laughs> 
I don't remember how hard I had to work on this Shay, but can I just say, <laughs> I I think there was more moose and hair. Oh yeah. I don't even know what's in there right now. Well, it was that was a full day project trying to get that picture. <laughs> wow. Well, the higher the hair, the closer to God. Okay. I'm just okay. Saying. Oh, I love that saying. That's very oh, good. So. Oh, Becky in the chat just said Farah, like Farah Fawcett. So yeah, yes. totally. Yeah. Farah Fawcett. Yeah. Me yeah. and Farah, we were pals back then. Or Olivia Newton-John. I also kind of went for the Olivia Newton-John look most of the time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, she was yeah. one of my heroes back in the day. And I think I have one more. Oh yeah. So this is me with my platinum blonde wig holding my one week old, or actually she's probably one month old Kylan daughter. And <clears throat> we were going to go to a, some kind of a party. It was Halloween time frame, And I loved having platinum blonde hair. Like yeah, that was so that. fun to wear the wig and yeah. to be totally outside of my comfort zone. And so that's the one thing that I love about fashion is that you can change also like yeah. who you show mm -hmm. up as just by, you know, we call them costumes, but I say that I put on a costume literally every day if it's my mm. bathing suit or if it's my work stuff, you know? So yeah. I just loved it and it was really fun. So that wow, so that was a wig. I mean, that looked fantastic on you. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a great color for you. Yeah. It's a great color. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm going Stay for tuned. it. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Totally. All right. Okay. And uh, and Shay has some. Okay. The, the chat has been talking about big bangs, higher, yeah. the, bang, oh, yeah. higher the bangs, closer to God. So yes. this is all about Shay now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about, it's all about it's me about with Shay. the bang there hair. Yes, yes, yes. So this is probably late, late eighties, probably eighth grade, say seventh grade, somewhere in there. And of course you had to have the brooch. Yeah. I was um, going to say, is that a brooch? That's a brooch on the neck, but okay. here's the fun, fun fact about this hairstyle. Uh, my friend, I was at her house and she's like, Hey, my friend is cutting hair. Do you want to get a mullet? And I'm like, yeah, let's get mullets. And so we got spiky mullets and I was getting ready to do a dance recital. And my mom was like, you got what? She was so mad at me. She's like, you have to get a perm like immediately before your dance recital. And there is the perm. But unfortunately I liked it mullet i like to curl it with the curling iron is really cute but anyway there's the permed mullet that <laughs> okay. you would never know with the mullet I love it yeah oh my next gosh. picture is probably my senior prom in the green and black dress and it is a dress that i designed and my mom made so betsy i have lots of clothes that my mom and my grandma used to make for me my junior year which i couldn't find actually um had uh the does I designed that dress as well. And my grandma sewed that one, but this year was my my senior year for my nice. mom sewing it. Nice. Yeah. And then the last picture, uh, this is from Glamour Shots, who didn't have yes, Glamour Shots. Yes, I love yes. it. Yes. And it was my senior photo. And this is what's so funny, the higher the hair, the closer to yes. God. Yes. There were many of those that actually the top of my hair was cut off. It was so big. Oh, <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. I so, never had a Glamour Shot. I missed that whole memo. You well, missed the glamour shot days. I was in my the Midwest. Mom, my mom said, "Well, Bob, I was in the Midwest." But my mom said, "Glamour shots or actual senior photos, or we could do them together." And I was like, "Well, let's do them together." I mean, that'd be so cool. At least I didn't do the fur. You know, remember the fur <laughs> sash or the feather boa? You know, I didn't do those. Oh so. gosh, I missed it all. I'm gonna get them now. I'm gonna do them now. Sixty-year-old glamour shot. I'm doing it. Was that photo the last one, Shay? Was that in your senior yearbook? Um, yes, it was actually. Oh that God, was in my senior yearbook. Fantastic. Yeah, that's. Oh and and God, it literally it took me probably half a can of Aquanet and probably two hours <laughs> to get that puppy right exactly there. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I said before we started recording, I'm like, we are going to have to do a whole episode just on hair. And I'm sticking oh, yeah. to that, especially <laughs> okay. since Shay knows so much about hair. We are going to yes. do a whole episode just on hair. Okay. okay. Well, continuing with the hair theme, because that's what you're going to get with me, too. <laughs> so this is in 1989. Look I was at in that. seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. This was, remember the pink sponge rollers? Oh, yes. you would like put in your hair. I would do this around. every night. I did it on my own. My mom didn't do it for me. Wow. And it created this frizzy, like afro looking thing. And then I did, you know, the bangs. So I would tease some oh, of the yeah. bangs up and then some of the bangs down. 
And that's probably one of my favorite pictures of me, like in that school kind of, you know, vibe. I just loved my hair back then. It was fantastic. That was pre-braces too. I don't know if you could see the teeth, but that was (laughs) pre-braces. Okay. Okay. Next, next picture is totally different. See, hair for me was an accessory too. Hair is an accessory. Oh yeah. I mean, it was bleach on bleach on bleach and you can't see how long my hair is, but it was down the middle of my back. Wow. So, yeah. So obviously that was in 1996. That's one of my um, senior high school pictures, you know, like senior pictures, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently there was a black and white thing going on. <laughs> Very fashionable. Okay. Next picture. So this one is interesting. So this was in 2000. So just four years after that last picture, but look how different my hair is. So wait, that's you. That's me. And you know, I know, right? So some, someone told me earlier today, I look like a nurse. I wasn't a nurse, but that was the day that I had my first interview with the TV station. So I was on my way to my interview and I, yes, I did end up getting that job, but that's what I looked like when I started doing the news. So I was fresh out of college. I think I graduated like a week prior and there I am. 22 years old, ready go. to do, or whatever, 24, I guess. I, or no, no, when you get out, okay, you get out of like 22. Yeah, 22 years old, ready yeah. to do the news. So that's, that's my official news look with my little hair bob. And then it. the last one I have, I'm channeling like Raquel Welch, I Ooh. think, or Ooh, yeah. maybe a little bit of Something in Brooke Shields. Another Brooke glamour Shields? shot. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. A friend, a friend actually took this picture of me and... I, you know, like I said, hair has always been, you know, one of those things that just constantly changes with me. And so this was the first time I had hair extensions. So my hair was actually kind of like a bob length and I just switched from being a blonde. I was a blonde most of my life and I just switched to going dark, but my hair was short and it was brown. And I was like, okay, this is boring. What can I do? And so my hairstylist was like, well, I do extensions. You want to do extensions? And by the way, this was prior to having kids because oh, extensions yeah. is a lot of work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. oh, yeah. But I, I got extensions and that was done like a couple days after I put them in. So I went from having like short blonde hair and my husband comes home and I have brown hair with long <laughs> extensions. He's like... Who are you? Right. What, what is, I love that. Right Switching it up. Oh, you know, did a little so role play. Yeah, there you go. Now we're back to the dating show. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Not, right. Oh my gosh. Oh, so a lot of fun. guest picture, Sunny, for our mm-hmm. outside of the box. Okay. Yes. So you guys knew Mike, who produces this show. He produces the news. And as we were sharing photos earlier today, because we have like a Telegram thread that's just for the behind the scenes people that work on Underwired, we were posting these these pictures and everyone was cracking up. And then the production team started posting their pictures as well. (laughs) And so Mike posted this picture of him. My daughter would want to date you, Mike. So don't show that to my daughter. She'd be like, oh, is he Milan? Totally. Well, for me, he's kind of giving off this interview with a vampire look. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. It's the head down and the eyes up type of thing. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, producer Mike. We appreciate you playing with us. You're so adorable, Mike. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that was super fun, guys. And hey, guys, in the Telegram chat, I think you do have the ability to post pictures and videos. So have at it. If you want to post some of your funny, crazy bang moments or, you know, something your parents made you wear or something you made, whatever it is, we would love to see it. We won't show it on the news or or not on the news. We won't show it on this show. I won't show it on the news either. But it's just kind of fun to see that kind of stuff. So did you guys see any comments or anything like that that we need to... Well, you got a hair. All about the big hair. On your beautiful hair. And yeah. you look like a Charlie's angel, uh, says Becky Andrews. And your the dimples. But I think what was really fun is that everybody loved the trip down memory lane. Yes. <laughs> it's not oh, memory fun. lane. Not it's memory. Not memory. It's memory that, lane. That was super You're fun. It, it was really fun to look at fashion from the past. That was so super was. cool. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our wow woman. So we'll be right back. 
This is Real Talk. We discuss important issues impacting our world oh, and is how we as humanity and we're can come running together, really late, so. overcome our obstacles, okay, we're go and fast. move forward no, towards no a no beautiful future. No mailbag. Okay. It. Just, we've been ha- we did enough in- engagement. If you want to tell somebody. And we're back. Yes, we're back. We were chatting about you behind your back. Sorry, we were just having a little <laughs> conversation about how much we love our uh, audience on Telegram and how fun it is to be part of Live Underwire. Well, I get the wow segment wow (laughs) Wow. there it goes hit it that's how we roll around here okay well wow is just for women that we want to admire for great things and i was walking through a trade show and i was lucky enough to meet pat pinnell from chick boss she is not only making fabulous jewelry she's doing good in the world so let's see our wow woman pat pinnell Oh, I'm so excited. I was walking through a trade show in Denver, Colorado, and I met Pat Pinnell. I was mesmerized by the quality of her fabulous jewelry and the energy in the booth. And you can see she's wearing some of it today. Pat, welcome to Underwired. Thank you so much for having me, Betsy. Well, this segment is about making a difference in the world. And I want you to tell everybody a little bit about your story. Wow. Uh, Well, the quick version is that uh, I went to Guatemala when uh, I was 40 and decided I wanted to get fluent in Spanish. Um, And I ended up living with a family there, falling in love with them and deciding to put a bunch of their kids through school. And then when the next round number birthday came up, I said, I'm going to start a business. And basically what we've done is we've started a family business. So my family there that uh, we've adopted each other and uh, my family here, uh, we decided to start a jewelry business in Guatemala and we've trained our team ourselves. And uh, this has been 12 years now that we've been doing this. And now our brand is uh, well known in the museum store world, as well as galleries. Betsy, do you have her link? We should post it in Telegram. We've been providing living wage jobs uh, for years. Let me find it. So um, I'm just... Uh, you know, it's been a labor of love and uh, I'm so proud of the team down there. And they've, in fact, they've just recently gone off on their own. I'm so uh, proud of them. They've they've got their own name and they're selling designs they've made themselves. Um, And uh, it's just thrilling to me. So tell them about Chick Boss and why the heck is your name Chick Boss? (laughs) Well, uh, in another life, I had quite a successful career as a business manager and uh, an accountant before that. And uh, I had a kind of a gruff fellow that worked for me. And, uh, you know, he used to not very uh, nicely call me his chick boss. And so that stuck. And he ended up being one of the best friends I ever had. And um, I felt like it's a really great name for this business because when you wear this jewelry you are definitely in charge you know you are confident and it's also the message i wanted to send to our team in guatemala that you can do anything you want you can try new things and um you can succeed we were talking about making a difference in the world i think one thing that i've experienced is being very very clear on your why because in order to get others to understand your story cooperate, collaborate, help you. So tell everyone the purpose of Chick Boss. You just kind of mentioned it, but I know you also have that on your website. Yeah, I mean, the what we try to do is to, we're creating ultimately wearable art. And we want to have women feel confident and expressive in the jewelry that they're wearing. But it's also what I try to do is at the core of my business model, which is to uh, allow people to challenge their comfort zones. And we do that with our artists as well. And so uh, I just never forget uh, many years ago when I brought on a new artisan and they had no experience and they said to me, I'll never be able to do this. I can't do this, you know? And I think it was maybe 20 hours of training later, and working on the pro- on the pieces, they said, oh my gosh, I can do this. <laughs> so it's so fun. And it all started with you on an exploratory journey, you know, and your heart found a place. Well, if you were going to give one piece of advice because of our time today, because we'd like to do the deep dive into Pat in a thousand hours of Pat content would be fun. Of If you were going to give one 
bit of advice to those, uh, you know, entrepreneurs out there interested in making a difference with their business and, the, and their heart and their time and their talents, what would you say? I'd say uh, keep a long-term vision um, and recognize it's going to, it's going to take a while, they, especially when you're working in a foreign country, um, you to learn how they do things and try to come to the uh, uh, understanding of how things are done there and um, it, it just takes takes a while, and so you really need to have a long-term vision. Also, um, one of the things that's hard for social impact entrepreneurs, and you probably know this too, Betsy, is that ultimately you're selling a product. So the product has to come first, and because uh, that's what people are buying. Um, the story behind it, your motivation behind it, uh, actually needs to be secondary, um, and, and it breaks my heart because that's, I always lead with that. You know, that's my, my heart. I, I, if I'm not providing jobs in Guatemala, I have no reason to be in business. I would not continue my business if I weren't doing that, but that would be my advice to keep the long-term vision and focus on the actual products first, because you have to have a market ultimately for your product. Well, I can just be the testimonial of, I have collected and been all over the world and seen lots of jewelry and own a good about yeah i own some jewelry too <laughs> and yours is spectacular much deserving of all the industry awards and the heart for doing something real in this world so tell everyone how can they be a part of this fabulous jewelry line how can they purchase from you or where they could find you Okay, well, uh, obviously we have our own website at chickboss.com. We also sell on Etsy. Um, we also sell at a number of retail locations. So one thing you could do is to, uh, if you're a regular museum patron, go to those museums and say, boy, have you heard of Chick Boss? You really ought to consider this this uh, for your business, for your, for your shop, because it is art. It is wearable art. Um, and then also we have a little shop in our little town here in Clayton, California. So uh, you can look us up and give us a call and pop in anytime. There you go. Well, again, on Underwired, we want to uplift and inspire and honor people that are changing the world. We're outside the box all the way in impact happening in Guatemala with Pat. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Betsy. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Yay. Well, you know, again, awesome. I know yeah. we're running long, yes. but we, she was just fabulous. And again, it really just shows you that fashion can also be impact. So I'm going to send it over to you, Sunny. All right. Well, real quickly, I do want to mention a comment that goes along with this. Tana says, I have a few pieces that look very similar to those on the website. I wonder if my mom bought them from there. So you never know, but I yeah. love the concept, the art Small and jewelry world. and all of that. All right. Well, as you guys know, we are all about kindness here on Underwired. And Lindsay created these amazing kindness coins. And these, it's so hard. I don't think it fully comes through on the camera, but these are really, they're heavy. They're like really durable quality coins. And we want to give out one of these. Now you guys, you, you know, you've been chatting with us this whole show and you're all amazing. You know, we love each and every one of you, but we're going to give today's kindness coin to Keisha Bath. So welcome back, Keisha. I, I know you, I don't think you could make it to our last episode, but we love chatting with you and your comments today have been fantastic. So here's what I need you to do. Uh, find a comment from Lindsay and reach out to Lindsay with your mailing address information so she can send you one of these amazing coins. Yay. And again, you guys, we've been chatting, you know, this whole episode on Telegram. So if you haven't joined us on Telegram, what are you waiting for? This is how you can find us. It's at Underwired Live. Make sure you have the live because if not, some weird stuff is going to pop up and you don't want to go there, okay? So, <laughs> Underwired Live, find us. You can chat along with us in all of our episodes. I have a feeling we're going to post some of those like funny pictures and stuff that we shared on the show too. So there's going to be more behind the scenes stuff. Sometimes we post crazy outtakes and all of that. So make sure you join us on Telegram. Thank you so much for being with us today. We love you guys. Thank you for allowing us to do this live show and just being part of our lives. We appreciate you so much. Be sure to check in next Monday. We're going to have another great episode focused on spirituality. So we're going to get really, really deep. I have a feeling. Just saying. All right. Love you guys. See you next Bye. week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
Oh well, it's okay. Doesn't matter. Oh, well. Okay, we're gonna shoot our promo for next week. Spirituality. Yeah. All I don't right. Even so know what I have? Yeah, I pulled it up. So radiate. Yeah. Uh, Shay, you have awareness. If that rings a bell, if you put that in there, or maybe someone put it in there for you. I don't know. Who knows? Shay, I put awareness um, in there for you. Who knows? <laughs> and I have beliefs. I don't know. Let's just keep it light. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I know I, I do. Either. I'm going to talk about radiate clarity, getting clear your pineal gland. Pineal, penile. not your penile gland. Your pineal gland. Penile. Your penile. Gland. Your penile gland. What are we saying? We had we how many comments? It was 200 when I yeah, went over to production right now. Two thirty. Yeah. Two hundred thirty comments. <laughs> So in our proposal, we can say that we're doubling and tripling our market impact. Yes. Um, okay, so we kick it off with Underwired Live. 